ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the hadith narrated by abil abbas abdullah ibn abbas radiyallahu anhuma qal kuntu khalfan nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yawman faqal ya ghulam inni u'allimuka kalimat احفظ الله يحفظك احفظ الله تجده تجاهك اذا سالت فاسال الله واذا استعنت فاستعن بالله واعلم ان الامه لو اجتمعت على ان ينفعوك بشيء لم ينفعوك الا بشيء قد كتبه الله لك وان اجتمعوا على ان يضروك بشيء لم يضروك بشيء الا الا بشيء قد كتبه الله عليك رفعت الاقلام وجفت الصحف رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن صحيح in this narration of abdullah ibn abbas radiyallahu anhuma he says that one day he was behind the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to him ya ghulam inni u'allimuka kalimat that oh young boy i will teach you some words I will teach you some words meaning that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was going to teach him some beneficial knowledge some small important points so he told him I will teach you some words 
And this is the way that knowledge is bit-tadarruj, that you learn a small bit first, and then you learn more and you learn more, until you learn the bigger things about the religion. So he said to him, I will teach you some words. So what are these words? What is this advice that the Prophet ﷺ gave to Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhumah? <coughs> he said to him, Guard over the rights of Allah and Allah will guard over you. Guard over the rights of Allah and Allah will guard over you. Meaning, if you fulfill the commandments of Allah and you stay away from the prohibitions, you do what you have been commanded, you fulfill the wajibat, you stay away from the haram, you are now fulfilling the rights of Allah. And the biggest of all of those rights is Tawheed itself, that you are worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon Tawheed, and that you are not committing any form of shirk. This is the greatest of the rights of Allah upon you. To worship him alone and to not associate any partners with him. And then all of the other rights of the religion in performing all of the commandments, all of the wajibat, staying away from the haram and the prohibited. A Muslim who does that, who guards over the rights of Allah, then the Prophet ﷺ tells us here, that Allah will guard over you. That Allah will guard over you. Your affairs, what occurs for you, your dealings, your practice, your religion, your iman, being upon the sunnah, upon a sirat al-mustaqim, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guard over you and preserve you. If you guard over the rights of Allah, this therefore means a person who does not guard over the rights of Allah, then that is the type of person who will find himself in the worst state of affairs. He will find himself in the difficulty because he will find himself with a heart that is disconnected from Allah, the one who does not guard over the rights of Allah, does not guard over his tawheed, does not guard over his five daily prayers, then that person will be negligent and will find himself in a state of isolation. So here the Prophet ﷺ tells us, if you want the protection and the guardianship of Allah, then make sure that you guard over the rights of Allah and you preserve the rights of Allah. Then the Prophet ﷺ told him, 
Guard over the rights of Allah and you will find Allah before you. And the meaning of that, that you will find Allah in your aid and assistance and help. If you guard over the rights of Allah, then you will find that Allah is in your help, in your assistance, making your affairs easy for you, making your affairs easy and facilitated. That is for the one who guards over the rights of Allah. But a person who is negligent of the rights of Allah, then you will not find the help and the assistance and the aid forthcoming as would a person who is upon Iman and upon guarding the rights of Allah. Then the Prophet continued to give more words of advice to Abdullah ibn Abbas anhuma. <coughs> and he said to him, إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ That if you ask, if you supplicate, you make dua, then make it only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you ask for anything, then only ask from Allah. Do not go to the graves of the dead do not go to the graves of the prophets and the messengers even. Do not call upon the angels, but call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Make your dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Turn to Him and raise your hands and call upon Him alone. إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ Whenever you have any need, you have any requirement, then return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in asking Him. And we know that there are virtuous times for dua. For example, the last third of the night, to raise your hands and to be in prayer, calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is a virtuous time of dua. So here the Prophet ﷺ told him, If you ask, when you ask, then only ask of Allah. إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ And then also, إِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِمْ If you need aid and assistance and help, then only seek that from Allah. Just like you say in Surah Al-Fatiha, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ That you alone we worship and you alone we seek aid and assistance from. So here the Prophet ﷺ tells him the implementation and the actualization of Tawheed. تحقيق التوحيد إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ If you ask, then only ask of Allah. And if you seek the aid and the assistance, then seek that from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, وَعَلَمْ أَنَّ الْأُمَّةِ 
لو اجتمعت على أن ينفعوك بشيء لم ينفعوك إلا بشيء قد كتبه الله لك Then he told him some very important words also words that are pertinent to our state of affairs and for many people the Prophet وسلم, said no that if all of the ummah combined and got together to do some good for you then they would not be able to unless it was something that Allah had decreed for you if all of the ummah everyone got together to do something good for you they would not be able to unless it was something that Allah decreed it is not in the control or the hands of the people what we want to do what we want to do to someone what we want to do in terms of good or bad that is in the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nobody can override the decree of Allah no matter if all of the ummah got together to do some good for you then they would not be able to unless it was something Allah had decreed for you and the same with the other way around if all of them got together the whole ummah to do something bad to you لم يضروك إلا بشيء قد كتبه الله عليك they would not be able to harm you with anything even if all of them got together against you unless it was something that Allah had decreed upon you that is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala therefore you do not fear the creation you do not fear the people but you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your love is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you know that everything that takes place then it is by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is not the people you fear or the deceased in their graves you fear that they will do this to you or do that to you it is not the jinn that you fear that they will do this to you or that to you rather you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you turn back to him for indeed the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned here that if all of the ummah got together to do something good for you they wouldn't be able to unless it was something Allah had decreed for you and if all of them got together to do something bad to you they would not be able to even all of them together planning and plotting against you they would not be able to unless it was something that was decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين 
نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله we need to recognize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our creator he is the one who gave life and death he is the one who controls all of the universe he is the one who has placed us here for his worship he is the one that we return back to in our questioning he is the one that we return back to in seeking aid and assistance and he is the one who controls all of the affairs nobody can harm you unless it is decreed and nobody can do good to you unless it is decreed that decree of allah which is mentioned in the sunnah كتب الله مقادير الخلائق قبل ان يخلق السماوات والارض بخمسين الف سنه وكان عرشه على الماء ذر الله سبحانه وتعالى wrote down the decree of all of that which is to occur 50,000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth and his throne was above the water in another hadith awwala ma khalaq allahu al-qalam qala lahu aktub qala ma aktub qala aktub kulla ma huwa ka'inun ila yawm al-qiyamah that when Allah created the pen, Allah said to it, write. The pen said, what shall I write? Allah said, write all of that which is to occur up until the establishment of the hour. That is the decree of Allah, Sirullah, the secret of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we must recognize our trust, our dependence. Our dua, it is all to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is from the basics of tawheed. That is from the fundamentals and principles of our religion. We do not go and call upon the dead in their graves. We do not call upon the deceased and the great imams or even the graves of the prophets and the messengers. We don't go there seeking shafa'a from the dead. That is from the way of the mushrikeen. That is from the way of the mushrikeen at the time of the Prophet ﷺ and those who came after them. So recognize the importance of this tawheed. That is what will differentiate. It will split the people on the day of judgment. The muwahidun who will enter Jannah, paradise, and then the mushrikeen who will enter hellfire for indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said inna Allah la yaghfiru an yushraka bih wa yaghfiru ma duna thalika liman yasha that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not forgive that you commit shirk with him but he forgives all else to whom he wills so in this hadith of Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma we see how the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught him these simple words that are highlighting the essence of tawheed these simple words advising him guard over the rights of allah guard over the rights of allah in worshiping him upon tawheed in doing the obligations and staying away from the prohibitions and allah will guard over you and allah will be in your aid and assistance but for those who abandon that, then they are the ones who will find themselves in difficulty. 
And then the Prophet ﷺ told him, only ask from Allah, only seek aid and assistance from Allah, and know that the whole of the decree, it is in the control of Allah. So do not rely on other people and depend on others. Return back to Allah, make dua to Allah. If you find yourself in a difficult situation, then know it is the decree of Allah. So return back to Allah, make dua to Him, asking Him for ease and a way out of that difficulty. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us all from those who implement these pieces of advice that we may be upon those or on the way of those who guard over the rights of Allah so that Allah guards over us. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.